Today's discussion explores the nexus between rising debt burdens in Africa and stressed food systems. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. A sizable number of countries in Africa are food stressed. This has been attributed to a drought sweeping large swaths of the continent. This current food crisis coincides with high debt levels in many developing economies around the world, largely due to public spending to address the challenges presented by COVID-19. About 60% of low-income countries are currently in or at high risk of debt stress, compared with just 30% in 2015. This is according to the International Monetary Fund. Now, according to the African Development Bank, the average debt-to-GDP ratio in Africa is expected to increase to more than 70% from 60% in 2019. And some countries, such as Nigeria and Mozambique, are spending as much as 27 times what they spend annually on agriculture just to service their debt. Chris Mitchell, Managing Director and Partner at BCG, the Boston Consulting Group Nairobi, returns for this episode and he sheds more light on the nexus between rising debt burdens in Africa and its effect on food security. How does a rising debt burden across the different countries on the continent affect the response to the growing food insecurity? The issue is here in Kenya, where, where I'm based, I believe in June is the first month where the government will spend more on debt servicing than it will on the entire public budget. And so what that means is that there's just a huge opportunity cost. The money that is spent on debt servicing is money that is not spent on either importing more food or providing a minimum minimum support price to farmers for particular uh, outputs that they can grow or subsidizing fertilizer or fuel, and in other ways, helping to blunt the impact of inflation and at much higher prices across these different elements of the food system. It's also an issue because there's been a chronic underinvestment. In 2004, we had the advent of the Comprehensive African Agriculture Development Plan. And in that, heads of government signed up to spend 10% of the public budget on agriculture. This has not happened uh, to nearly this, this uh, effect, leading to multiple hundreds billions of dollars of underinvestment from the public finances in agriculture. And so we have not seen the kind of increase in, in infrastructure, roads, irrigation, uh, storage that's necessary to increase production and then move that production to where it can realize the, the right prices and meet consumers' needs. So inevitably, it must be addressed that African governments have an ability to change their repayment terms for the amount of debt that they are servicing, the interest rates on that debt, particularly if they use that money towards addressing the current converging food crises. This is absolutely in the interest of the the, uh, governments that hold much of this debt, for example, China, but it's also many other European countries as well. as otherwise there will be a far greater challenge to address in terms of of a humanitarian crisis. Uh, And so better to allow these governments to uh, invest where it's most needed before the crisis even starts. 
Correlations have been drawn between food insecurity and political instability. Is there a causation between the cost of food and political and economic upheaval? Yeah, I think if we think of the past as being prologue, uh, many have connected the food price spikes of 2008 to the Arab Spring that really only got going in 2010 to 2011. And so I think there is um, a reasonable uh, causation between the cost of food and um, a level of, of social and political and economic um, upheaval. This is particularly true when governments are, are unable to uh, continue to offer critical subsidies, as was the case and still is the case in North Africa, um, in terms of particularly uh, for wheat. Uh, there's a lot of subsidization of, of, of bread, flatbreads across North Africa. So when those are taken away, it really is immediately felt uh, by a large uh, amount uh, of the population. I think it's more complicated this time because there are fuel subsidies and there are food subsidies. Um, and there is, as we say, an already stretched public budget. And so it's harder to maintain them as prices uh, do increase. Now, these are also very dynamic and interconnected commodities uh, markets. We have seen, due to the fear of recession over the past few weeks, uh, the commodity prices, at least in the United States, starting to come down off of their highs uh, that were reacting to the invasion of Ukraine. But yes, we absolutely believe that the disruption to the food system in Africa will be through 2023 and into 2024. And that has a lot to do with the fact that whatever increased production could be ascribed to the increased application of fertilizer. We're very concerned that, that uh, those benefits and that food will not be produced at the same rate, because in some parts of Africa, fertilizer prices have gone up by as much as five times. And so we'll either have no application or much lower application rates, and coupled with uh, a lack of access to water, without water, fertilizer is often not useful at all. So we really find there to be sort of a compounding impact here between the price of fertilizer and the lack of reliability of water, potentially causing availability issues and yield issues uh, into the next sort of four or five uh, harvest seasons. That was Chris Mitchell, Managing Director and Partner at Boston Consulting Group, Nairobi. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Central Bank of Kenya has retained the base lending rate at 7.5%, saying international commodity prices, particularly oil, wheat and edible oils, have begun to moderate. It adds that its actions of tightening the monetary policy in May of 2022 was timely in anticipating emerging inflationary pressures and its impact was still transmitting through the economy. This is subsequently complemented by an additional package of fiscal measures by the government to moderate the prices of specific items which saw it offer subsidies on fuel and maize flour. In the previous review, the committee adjusted the base lending rate up by 50 basis points in a bid to stabilize the economy and put brakes on the rising cost of living. The Apex Bank said the global economic outlook has become more uncertain, reflecting the adverse effects of the ongoing war in Ukraine, continuing pandemic-related disruptions and supply chain challenges. Now, global growth is expected to be weaker in 2022, reflecting a significant slowdown in economic activity in the advanced economies and emerging markets. On Tuesday, the International Monetary Fund cut the global economic forecast by almost half to 3.2% from 6.1% in April. In Kenya, the lender expects GDP to expand 5.7% from an earlier projection of 6%. 
Algerian hydrocarbon giant Sonatrach has announced that it has made three oil and gas discoveries in the Algerian desert, Sahara, one of which was made in partnership with Italian group Eni. The first exploration carried out by Sonatrach with its own funds regards to reservoirs in the research area in Amenas 2 of the Elysee Basin, according to a Sonatrach press release. The second discovery was made by Sonatrach and its Italian partner Eni in the northern region, of Bikin Basin and highlighted a crude oil discovery. The third discovery was made by the Algerian group, was recorded during the drilling of a well on the Tagit research perimeter of the Bashar Basin, where an interesting production of gas was obtained during the test. In early January, Sonatrach announced investments of 40 billion US dollars between 2022 and 2026 in oil exploration, production and refining, as well as gas exploration and extraction. The group's revenues have increased by 70% in 2021, thanks to a 19% rise in its hydrocarbon exports. And a quick look at the market. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Share Index extended gains to an over seven week high as. Higher commodity prices lifted shares of miners amid dollar weakness as traders await a highly anticipated interest rate decision from the U.S. Fed. Meanwhile, fuel prices were set to be slashed by more than one rand per litre in August, according to the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, which would ease inflationary pressures. On corporate news, shares of chemical group AECI fell more than 1% on news that its CEO will retire in 2023 after almost four decades at the company. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Withadong.